Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecovis store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the Backpacking Blisters Podcast. Thank you for joining the show. With me today is Jesse, a man who was once approached by a salesman who asked if he wanted to buy a pocket calculator. No thanks, Jesse replied. I know how many pockets I have already. Two. Two, sometimes three. <laughs> I can count them on this many fingers. You got it. With me today is the only man who keeps a decapitated Barbie doll head in his back pocket in case someone asks for a hundred doll hairs. <laughs> My name is Carl Mandrio, by the way. Oh, yeah, sorry. Carl Mandrio. <laughs> Carl Mandrioli. <laughs> thank you. Thank you would you. do that, though. You would do that. Uh-huh, I got a hundred doll hairs. Is there, there's got to be more than a hundred on a Barbie doll head, right? Yeah, but you know how weird it would just to be like pull out pull out a Barbie doll head and say, yeah. hey, you want a hundred dollars? And yeah. Like, yeah, sure. And you just pull out this like dead, <laughs> this decapitated Barbie doll head. That sounds like uh, top ten ways to get fired as a teacher. Yeah, right that's probably true. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, my teacher like pulled out like a Barbie doll head like in the middle of class and like said it was money. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> <laughs> now do that on the trail. That should be a the trivia. Uh, whoever loses trivia, or you know, we got to do that. Yeah, is, is to do that. That would be very awkward for sure. I got plenty of, yeah, doll hairs. That's so funny, man. All right, so we got a gear episode. Gear episode, yeah. Gear, gear. Oh, yeah. I'm all about that gear. The best gear under $100. So we did a similar episode last year. I did this one with Derek. I think it was like gear under like 40 or 50 bucks, but, you know, with inflation, we got it. We got to up it a little bit. We got to up it. Although, like, most of my stuff, like, I got a good range. It's like not everything's, like, hitting that $100 range. There's some in the 50, mm-hmm. you know, 60. Keeping yeah. it reasonable. That's good. Yeah, I'm the same way. I actually have some of this. I think one in particular that's really cheap. So, yeah. So we we got some gear talk today, and Jesse's definitely a gear expert. And so we'll see. What he, yeah, how you respond to my list, and I'll, I'll probably have a, a thought on your list as well. So okay. All right. I got a Bible verse for the episode. Uh, John six twelve. When they were filled, he said to his disciples, "Gather up the leftover fragments, so that nothing will be lost." Okay, this is obviously referring to like the, you know, the Feeding miracle the with the 5, fish 000. and the bread. Yeah. yeah. 
feeding the 5,000, exactly. So this is an example of value in what we have and not wasting anything. So, Jesse, what is something that you hate to waste? Oh, my creme brulee, my backpacker's pantry creme brulee. Oh, <laughs> it doesn't would, have to be backpacking. I would, be like, I would rip that bag open and lick it if I could. It is backpacking related, <laughs> but that is legit. There's, I, I, I hate to waste that stuff. Okay. What about you? Gotcha. Well, I will say, I, I don't know if I followed up with you on this side because you recommended me get this. I think it was like a couple oh, man, years ago. So You're like, this is the best. It's the best. It's worth the extra weight. It's, it's worth, worth whatever. It. It's so worth And it. I did. I, I bought it. And honestly, like, it was good. But I don't know that I enjoy it as much as you do. You're did. wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you did enjoy it. You did yeah. enjoy it as much as I wanted you to. You just haven't realized it yet. If you come on a backpacking trip with me in the next year or so, I'll, mental note, I'm going to get you one. So sure. I'll just watch you enjoy and that'll fill my soul right there. One of the things that I think like made, well, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but one of the things that like I think made it nostalgic is like the first time I had it, it was like a cold mountain night. And so you, mm. and then you make it, did you make it hot? Remember I told you you had to make it hot. It recommends cold, mm. but you got to make it hot. I think I made it hot. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. That, oh, it's just so good. So okay. Anyways. We'll try, maybe I'll, I'll get one for me, one for you, and then we'll, we'll, we'll enjoy it together and maybe I'm. It's more the experience. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. But when I go on my backpacking, my birthday backpacking trip, I even bring a little candle and put a little candle in it and tell myself <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> sounds so sad. Happy birthday to myself. Oh. I love solo backpacking. It's so I know, amazing. But it just sounds sad because I'm, I'm, I don't like that. Yeah, so. yeah. It's fun for me. Uh, I, so, I, so I hate to waste paper to answer your question from earlier. As a teacher, that must be really hard. Well, what I do is if I make excess copies or, I don't know, the copy machine is always a battle. And so if I make something that's supposed to be double-sided, it goes single-sided. I try to recycle it like myself as much as possible. So I have like whole stacks of single-sided paper. And I honestly like print eBay labels on them when I'm selling stuff on eBay. So that's my way of recycling. You sell that many things on eBay? Like you have a stack this big and you're going to actually get through that stack by the end of the year? I sell a fair amount of stuff on eBay. That's so wild. yeah. Wild. I mean, yeah, that's kind of my, my side hustle, right? It's so true. it's a good question. I don't go through it all. Sometimes I'll use it for the, for the students themselves. I'll say, okay, I just want, they need to fill out something. And so I'll like, I'll, I'll cut up the papers and make a little half sheet and that kind of thing. Now we're talking teaching stuff. We don't want to talk about this. That, that's just papers. My answer. So moving on, <laughs> um, let's get to gear, backpacking let's, gear, gear, gear. Okay. All right. So I've got, uh, how many do you have on your list? Uh, well, I gave myself a couple of extra ones. Um, okay. So I have... Why, wait, why? Do you think we're going to have the same things? I just never know. Okay. Never, I always like having solutions or options. So I have mm-hmm. four and then was, was, one is kind of cheating. It's two and one. Um, and mm. then actually two is kind of cheating. It's two and one. But you'll understand when okay. I get there. Four and then I have a spare and I have a bonus one. The bonus one I really want to get to. So five. Okay. Five with an extra one in case you five. take one of mine. All right. I've got... Let's see. I think I got, yeah, I just got four. There's one I'm concerned about. We're going to have the same thing, but there's only one. So we'll see. Okay, let's see. All right. Since you got more than me, why don't you go first? Sure. Uh, So the first one is, I know this is mostly audio. Most people can hear this, but um, for those who can see this, this is the Cascade Mountain Tech Ultralight Carbon Fiber Trekking Pole. Uh, This bad boy is only 5.6 ounces. And a pair of them will only set you back $65 over on Amazon. Now, the Cascade Mountain Tech um, trekking poles are all still sometimes called the Costco poles, but those aren't the ones that I'm talking about. I'm talking Mm. about the ultralight versions. They don't collapse into three. They only collapse down into one, but they're 5.6 ounces. They are Mm. less than a pound. Okay. 
five point six a piece. You're saying? Yeah. So it's like. So, so 11, what's what's both of them? Eleven point one <laughs> ounces. Is that right? Eleven point two. Close. Eleven point two. Yeah. Uh, okay. Eleven point two ounces. So, I think is lighter than the trekking poles that I have. I got some black diamond ones that are that are carbon fiber. What did you say this ran out of? These were in, These are carbon fiber. Yep. Okay. And they're sixty five bucks versus your black diamond ones, which were like three hundred and sixty five bucks. <laughs> they were ridiculously expensive. They weren't that much. I think they were like one sixty, and I had to use a coupon and my dividend, and I barely used them. I I, I actually plan on using them for my Red Peak Pass, mm. like one day epic trip. So I still have them stored, and I'm planning on using them this summer. But dude, that's a really amazing answer. So it's they're carbon fiber, sixty something bucks. Cascade, what is it? Cascade Trails? Cascade Mountain, Cascade Mountain Tech. What? Yeah, why are they so cheap then? And, why is it? Why is and it that? Is, and Cascade Mountain Tech is like a legit company. It's not okay. just some cheap Chinese company. These are legit. I use these on my through hike. And okay. yeah, no, I, I, these are the ones to get. They're like the, the price, like it's just, it mind, it's, it's mind blowing. Yeah. No, no, that's a really yeah. good answer, man. I will say though that the carbon fiber poles, if you're like really aggressive with trekking poles and you're like jamming them in for stream crossings, they're going to break. They're just going to break. So you got to be careful with them. But that's the same true with um, um, aluminum ones. If you get aluminum ones, at least ultralight aluminum ones and mm-hmm. super ultralight, same thing. They can bend, they can warp. So oh. it's like you just, trekking poles. So, but if you're going to spend trekking poles, if you're going to risk breaking something, get a $65 pair so that right. in a few years, if you have to replace them, Go ahead and replace them. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you, although I haven't seen... I've seen, like, tips break off the aluminum ones. I haven't seen them, like, warp and break like you're su- suggesting, but you might be more of a trekking pole expert than me, so... I have not broke... Yeah. I've never used anything but carbon fiber. Mm-hmm. I've not seen aluminum... I've not had aluminum ones, and I've not had aluminum ones bend because of that, but I have friends who have. Okay. Um, so I do know it's possible. Um, I do know that the tips on these ones... You know, that's my biggest issue is that they can get dull, so they're not as good. But right. yeah, if you're using the rubber end. Anyways, I love them. You're trying to get but, past uh, them, but I, like, I'm really impressed with that answer. I, I didn't even realize that they were carbon fiber options that cheap. So I'm going to say well done on that one, my friend. Well yeah, done. No, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, hey. All right. So my first one. Uh, do I go with one we talked about before? Or do we go with something new? Um, uh, hit the oldie but a goodie. Oldie but a goodie. Let's get warmed up here. All right. So a tent. A tent I got gotcha. you. It's it's like a tent fl- pad floor plan. <laughs> what do you call a those? tent pad <laughs> floor <Total> plan? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ground sheet. Ground, Ground sheet. sheet. That's what I meant. Well, okay. I don't want to respond to that. I'm gonna say something else. I've got. Yeah, go we, we've talked over the years about water filters and the best ones and the worst ones and why we hate this one, why we like this one. And we've changed, and then you know we go to the trendy one, which I think last year for me was the platypus uh, quick draw, oh. and I tried that for a little while, and I just keep on coming back to the Sawyer squeeze. No matter which direction I go, no matter what new one I try out, I get really impressed. But man, that thing is just the most reliable one that I it have. Is, and so it's sturdy. It, yeah, thirty nine dollars. It's not the lightest weight one, but. You know, I just think that's the best option out there for reliability. So if you're going to be doing a lot of backpacking, you're going to be doing longer trails, longer whatever trips, this is the one that I would go with. It's And then if you, you know, put a lot of liters through it, then it's not so expensive. You can't replace every year or two. So that's my, this is what we've talked about, but I I have kind of branched off in different areas. And this is where I'm landing. 
my favorite. Yeah, I was going to say, you're landing, you're solidifying your answer with the Sawyer. Hey, I like the Sawyer. I don't think you can ever go wrong with a Sawyer squeeze, for sure. Um, I, I am currently using the platypus, but I haven't done a ton of testing with mm. it. You've probably done more testing with the platypus than I have. Yeah, well, the last time I, pl- I tested it was in Canada, my friend, and I had a hard time with that, so... Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's anyway, right. but that. you know what? I, I'm not doing... I know since we're on YouTube as well, I should be doing the show until I didn't think that through, so... I don't have one to show, but I think most people know what that one is. That's backpack before. Veteran, veteran YouTuber here, you know, just, just prepped. You know what you're doing. You know know what you're doing. All right. I'm doing. Yeah. Next one. Uh, Next one is uh, the Outdoor Vitals Turn Sun Hoodie. It's a merino wool sun hoodie. Uh, It is only 5.4 ounces and it is $85 if you're not an Outdoor Vitals Live Ultralight member and it's $72 if you are. Wait, are you a Live Ultralight member? I am. Okay. I am. I'm saving up all my my dollars, and I'm looking forward to buying something. I actually probably will buy a new turn hoodie because this is the one that I've got. Okay. And uh, as you can see, it's got a massive hole. For those who can't see and can hear, it's got a massive hole under the armpit because that's where I tripped and fell and got a gouge. Wait, all you the, tripped and fell and and tore a hole in your armpit? How did you Not fall? Not in my armpit, okay. but it, along. It's actually under my armpit. It's the side. It's the side of my shirt. I can't quite show you. It's see there. You yeah, go. I can you see. See it. Yep. There's yeah, a hole so, on the side of the shirt. It looks like, honestly, if I had to describe it, it looks like like a blown out shirt from Bad B.O. Like the, <laughs> the stank was, just blew a hole there. It was there. a stank. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, just disintegrated the wool fibers. No, actually, that's one of the reasons I love this thing, Carl, okay, um, is because it doesn't stink. Mm. Uh, sure, while you're wearing it, you stink and it stinks with you, okay. but then you hang it up to dry for an evening and you take it out, you put it on the next day and it's it's just amazing. Okay. Like I, I love this thing. You know, yeah, I really love it. I, I yeah, <laughs> I love Sorry. it so much that I just love it, and that's fine. That's good. I, that's what. No, you want. I really do. It's 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 lightweight. It keeps me cool, but it also adds a little bit of extra warmth. So it's like on those cooler mornings, I find that with like a light something over top is enough to actually keep me warm. Okay. Sometimes just that. When it's hot though, it's so light. The air mm-hmm. just breathes right through it. So I love it. It's a uh, anyways. It's it's a looser fabric. It's not. It's synthetic. I've been testing out a synthetic hoodie recently, and I just am like, I'm getting a turn. I'm gonna okay. replace that turn ASAP. Man, you're in on the outdoor vital stuff. You 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 name drop them on. I think every time we have you on, so you must really dig their stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do really appreciate them. Like I appreciate. I love innovation. I love companies mm. that are actually oh, they are. Yeah. for ways. I'm I'm even okay to forgive a company if they innovate on something and it's just dud. Mm. It didn't really work. If they're at least trying, if they're okay. trying to innovate in other areas, I'll forgive so many mistakes if they've got something good. And I think this is one where it's like, hey. They, they created something really great. What does that forgiveness look like to the company? Do you message them on their social media and say, this was a terrible product, but I appreciate the innovation. I forgive you. I forgive you. Uh, <laughs> no, no, but I do. I'm, I'm in regularly in contact with Outdoor Vitals, as okay. you know. So I, yeah. I give them feedback where I'll be like, hey, this is the issue with this product. I don't think this is this is good to go. These are some of the products. And, and some products are like, hey, love this product. Love these things about it. These are some of the things you should be aware of. Yeah. The turn, for example, it's a super lightweight wool, which means it's super easy to break. And so if you're getting snagged on a tree, it, this thing has got a few different small little holes mm. from like pine trees that at those like dead branches snag you and they rip right through it. Okay. And so that's the drawback. But right. I love everything else about it. It's worth it. Okay. So good hoodie. But if you struggle like Jesse does walking into trees, maybe just be careful. <laughs> <laughs> or you walk through the Canadian Rockies where it's just bushwhacking sometimes, okay? I'm just Not kidding. all of us have these nice manicured trails, Carl, okay? Not all of us do our backpacking in grocery stores. 
to your own detriment. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. I just bought this piece of gear a couple months ago, right before the uh, Grand Tetons trip, the one that was, you know, super rainy, super cold. Mm-hmm. And I knew I wasn't going get to get away with not having these. I had bought, they're, they're rain pants is, is the oh. short answer. But Yeah. <laughs> Okay, you have a strong reaction. Hold that thought. Hold but I had rain pants that I that I think I had from like the late '90s that last me forever, and finally I, I trashed them a few years ago. And then I thought, you know what? Like, I don't do I really need the rain pants? And so I went a couple years without any. And I thought I'm not going to get away on this trip. I'm going to get my legs soaked. I'm going to be freezing cold. And sure enough, that's what would have happened. So you go and you look at rain pants, and oh my goodness, for some of the entry level brands, that's like oh, 150 insane. bucks. I know. So, and then some of the higher ends are like over 200 dollars for rain pants. Yeah, I yeah, know it's crazy. So I was I was just prepared to spend at least 100 bucks. I did go to REI. I bought REI brand essential rain pants, is what they call them. And I bought it for cheaper than this, but I just checked the price now, and they're going for $60. That's all right. Is it Gore-Tex? They're not Gore-Tex, but they are waterproof. And here's the key, though, is that they have a wide variety of sizes. Mm. And what I mean by that is not just like the large, extra large, small. So they'll have, you know, like... Um, medium size short like if you have kind of like a longer torso oh, with wow. short legs really specific i bought yeah very specific i bought medium size tall pants because i'm taller but had the thinner waist and they fit me so perfectly that like my concern with wearing pants while hiking is especially like rain pants is that there's going to be some sort of like resistance and yeah. to make my hiking less efficient did not have that issue That's they really kept cool. me perfectly warm and dry for that type of a trip i don't know if i'm bringing them every trip but that's that's my take what do you think no, that's actually, I'm really impressed by the sizing. Does REI have that kind of like specific sizing in like all their pants or is it just, no, just rain pants? No, I wish. Yeah. But I, for whatever reason, just the rain pants had a bunch of different options. Huh, that's wild. No, I mean, that's, yeah. that's actually super cool. I used to hate on rain pants. Used to think they were ridiculous until I went on a trip where I almost caught hypothermia, probably because I didn't have rain pants. And, um, I ended up realizing that rain pants are really good camp pants. If you're like, they pants are. are sopping wet at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Cause I usually like, I won't stop to put on rain pants. Like to me, it just doesn't make sense. I'll just hike through, but it's nice at the end of the day to throw on some rain pants. Even if it is drizzling, yeah. you can sit down around camp and not have like wet, soggy pants on. So right. I've been one over. Wait, tell me about the hypothermia though. So what were you wearing? Were you just wearing shorts or did you have other kind of pants or just no no long bottoms would you have i'm trying to remember what pants i would have been using at that time that was before i got my satu pants so yeah no it was just uh it was uh some sort of costco uh active pants and uh, just like a super thin nylon material pants and the issue was it was raining all that day and that night it was dipping to close to freezing and i like literally told the guys because like some of the guys that i was hiking with um brought rain pants i was like oh no 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 i don't wear rain pants i just go and then you know when you get to camp (laughs) you can warm up and you get yourself into your sleeping bag and that's all you need and the next day you know whatever you shake out your pants get them in get going everything's fine and it just it it started raining continued raining and then started just getting way colder and we were going up elevation and i had nothing to change into so when we were at camp i'm like nothing but my freezing cold rain pants or uh, freezing cold pants that are just soaked with rain and i'm just standing around eating shivering and i'm feeling the shivers getting worse and worse and worse oh yeah that's the worst and then 
so finally go into um, my sleeping bag and I think I actually had to use some of those hot hands and wrap them around because mm. I was like literally just shivering there like shivering and so that's that's when I say hypothermia that's what I knew is I knew I was getting okay. to those early stages of hypothermia because I had uncontrollable shivering for sure which is pretty scary okay. but but hey it is no I've, I've been there for sure it very scary and again I'm not bringing these every trip but trips where it's going to be shoulder seasons colder rainy they might come and like you said last thing that, that you kind of sparked, sparked a thought with the around camp stuff is i think the that that material is not penetratable penetrable penetrable by, by mosquitoes oh yeah so yeah. it can protect your legs too all right uh next one you got okay um this is if somebody's wanting to go ultralight on their cook kit, if they're wanting to go to the next level, or if somebody's looking to buy somebody like a gift for their, the, you know, whatever, um, you could get two things, which is not a jet boil, is superior to a jet boil. <laughs> and it is. One of the things is not a jet boil. Yeah, it's not a jet boil. It's better than jet boil. Okay. And it is the Tokes Titanium 750 milliliter pot. You can also get a lighter, smaller pot. I have the 550, but 750 okay. is probably good for the average person. That's only 3.6 ounces. We'll set you back mm. 35 bucks. And you can get the BRS stove with that, which is only one ounce. And that will set you back $17. It's actually cheaper than it used right. to be. So a total mm -hmm. of un just under $55 for a pot and stove combo that will yes. only be 4.6 ounces. Mm -hmm. how, okay. how heavy is your jet boil? I don't know off the top of my head because it's not on my list because it actually came out to be more than $100. Yeah, more than $100 and probably yeah. close to a pound. It's got to be... It's it's going to be, okay, between, no, it's less than a pound between the stove and the pot, but it's definitely more than what you're describing because it has that bottom kind of like fuel efficiency part of the of the pot, which is going to add a little bit of weight for sure. But I think one, one of the greatest things about the BRS 3000 stove is that it just puts out so much fuel that like you have a little mini flamethrower. So somebody like you that has a beard, like, I mean, you could have like a flaming beard by the time you're done cooking, right? Not, right. not, not if you are an experienced <laughs> backpacker, Carl. I know uh, okay. I'm looking at your clean face and I'm thinking that that must be where your beard has gone is just, just constantly being consumed <laughs> by what kitchen fumes, the getting too close to the elements on the stove. Yeah. Warming my face when it's cold, right? I'm like, oh, I'll just put it next to the stove. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say uh, thumbs down on that one. Well, I get the toke stuff, but the BRS thing, man, uh, yeah, get rid of that. No, so no, that's it. Okay, you can you can stick with that. All right, I got my controversial one. Ooh. Controversy. All right, two reasons why this is controversial. Number one is that I haven't tried it out personally. I have been on a trip where somebody had it, so I checked it out. Okay. And then I did the research on it, and so everything this, this guy said, it happens to be Jason from Indiana on our Teton strip okay. is, is, is literally checking out. So this is something I'm considering purchasing. I'm intrigued. Yeah. But here's why it's, here's the other reason why it's controversial is because it's something that I said that I is useless. <laughs> is it a buff <laughs> in the past? <laughs> no. How dare you? No. How dare you? It's, <laughs> it is a, like a, like a footprint type thing. All right. Oh, I think I know where you're going with this. Go with it. Yeah. Like you think, you know, which one I, which one I chose? I'm wondering. Okay, so this get? is a Polycrow footprint by Six Moon Designs, and it's nine dollars and thirty-four cents. It weighs in at about an ounce and a half. 
All right. So my number one complaint about the footprint is that they're heavy. They usually weigh in at about, you know, six ounces to half pounds, sometimes more than that. Mm-hmm. My other complaint about the footprint is that they're expensive. They usually cost 30, 50 bucks. I, I know some, some brands are starting to, you know, include them in, but they're extra weight, sometimes extra cost. I still don't bring a footprint. However, I do realize now that some of those really high end, like $700 tents have such thin material on the bottom that abrasions could rip some holes in there. And so for an ounce and for nine bucks and change, like I think it might be, if you have a really expensive tent, this might be your solution. Is this what I'm bringing for most of my tents? No, but I do have one tent that has a thinner bottom. So I, I might bring this. So, okay. What do you think? Here's... I'm not opposed to this. I can't I can't push back too much. But I'm going to play devil's okay. advocate and just like hypothetically say, here's my issue. Okay. All right. What's what's the problem with micro abrasions on the bottom of your tent? You have a tent. What, what do you what's a micro abrasion? Well, like little little just t- like I'm not talking obviously like if you have a major like a 4-inch gash, that's going to cause some problems. You can get critters coming in. You can get bugs coming in. Obviously, that's a big enough hole that like significant water and moisture could come up. But like little half inch, quarter inch pokes and holes there. What's right. that? Ri- what's the risk there? I don't understand why people are so concerned about getting little holes in the bottom of their tent when it's like if you have a fly, you're shedding mm-hmm. that water off, and unless you're on a hill where water is coming underneath your tent. And eat, or in a puddle. Like, I just, I don't. So my thought would be, it's a good question. My thought would be that the holes themselves are probably not the big an issue. You get a small hole here, a small hole there. Not an issue, but it's just kind of like, you know, the floodgates, right? Like, you get a small hole. Now it's easier to get snagged to make into a big hole or to a big okay. rip. That's fair. I've seen, honestly, I've seen one tent that suffered that in my years. Exactly. And that actually happened to be one of the, like, I think version one of one of the Outdoor Vitals uh, single man tents. Mm. So... That was the only one I've seen. But again, I'm not the guy buying the $700 tent, so they might have different experiences than me. So, I don't know. I, no, that's fair. I think that's actually a really good point because, you know, like I've had it before just from an aesthetic point where it's like I have my tent my like that I absolutely love, my X-Mid, and it's like when I'm starting to get little holes in it, I'm like, no, my, my favorite yeah, right. tent. Like it's emotional. Like I care about this tent. Right. But other than that, I don't like logically, I'm like, who cares if there's like a little like needle poked through? It's not the end of the world. Yeah. But that being said, so when I... I don't use the Polycro. I have heard of the Polycro. Great idea. But I love putting down, because I'm a cold sleeper, I just put down a Mylar blanket. A Mylar, mm. Mylar blanket is almost as thick as Polycro, just a little bit thinner. And if you double it up, it's actually just as thick. And it also reflects that heat back up to you. So it keeps mm. you a little bit toastier or warmer. A little bit noisy. Well, what's the weight on that? I, I don't care about that stuff. Just what's the weight on it? <laughs> Ooh, I actually don't know if I've... Like an ounce and a half, man. I, and, and actually, if you had a smaller one, it's like a 1.2 ounces. Yeah, it's, it's got to, oh yeah, it'd be around that for sure. Like it's got to be an ounce okay. and a half for sure. They're super ultra light, right? They're just those emergency yeah. blankets. I do not claim to be, you know, a an expert in the area of footprints because again, I don't have the expensive tents. No, but hey, this is a great one. And I know, I know the Polycro ones are out there. The Tyvek ones are out there too. And, and I've just started oh, yeah. telling people like, hey, instead of those two other options as a popular, Mylar sheets work well too. Fair enough. All right. Good, good comeback. You're not going to really push back more on like me saying like get a footprint when for years I've been saying don't get a footprint. <laughs> no, like, because... You're taking it easy on me, man. No, no. Yeah, <laughs> I could have pushed back. No, if you had said like... I don't know. If you had said something like legit, like get a poly... Like not a poly crow, but like a a, a poly... Not, a sil poly uh, 
footprint or if your whole thing was really like if you weren't able if you were like oh man no you can't get holes in the bottom of your tent because it will damage the water the, the then i then i would push back but it's like no nah, i understand okay. if you're somebody who really wants to protect your sheet do it in the cheapest lightest way possible fair do you, and, and just to clarify so you said you you'd gotten some holes in your x-med do you do you have a ground sheet for that i, I use the mylar and you still got the holes I don't always use the Mylar. I did on the GDT, okay. but I, I don't always. So it's it's possible. I'm trying to think of when I would have got those. But I didn't. I don't think I got any more on, on my through hike with them. But I had a few from okay. before that. Because my point being is if you still got the holes and you're using the ground sheet, then I'm going to take back <laughs> everything I just said. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, some, one of the things that's actually is legitimately annoying, this has happened to me before, is you put down your ground sheet, then you put down your tent. And in the process, if there's some wind or even just you moving around has kicked up some stuff that gets in mm. between your ground sheet and your tent, you're back at this. Mm. Like I literally had a pine cone once. Right. roll under and I didn't notice it and I get in my tent and I feel this like lump and it's this sharp pointy pine cone well what was right. my ground sheet doing anything my ground sheet wasn't doing anything because it got no. in between the two so I mean that's just you gotta be careful of those things but yeah. whatever for sure for sure alright uh, let's do one more one more each what you got one more um, you can choose your bonus one now's your chance oh no the bonus one comes at the end it's good. This is I'm I'm giving you one more. You are allowed to do one more, Jesse. And you're saying nay. You're saying nay. I'm doing one more plus a bonus one. You're doing one more, right? I'm doing one more. Okay, so then we're both doing one more, and then there'll be a bonus one. <laughs> you're violating the rules. This is uh, but if I unprecedented, I can't end the bon- I can't end <laughs> with a bonus. The whole point of a bonus one is okay. it's like everything ends and then there's a bonus one. And then oh, by the way, all right, all right, exactly. Oh, right. by the it way, better be good then. It will be good. I think. Yeah. I think you'll like high it. High expectations. A high expectations. Well, that's up to you. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> um, okay, so um, my last one is depending on. So it goes with the gear you should buy. So this one goes. There's like a choose your own adventure. Some people really suffer with cold feet when backpacking and some people really lose a ton of heat up here and so Mm -hmm. two things he's pointing to his head just oh yeah yeah thank you use lose your um, heat on your head so same company goose feet gear creates Mm -hmm. down booties that are only two ounces as well as a down hood that is Mm. 1.5 ounces that's like crazy light this is super ultralight mm. materials and super ultralight stuff for only $93. And they have some really cool customs. You can choose some different custom colors and different things. And mm-hmm. you can get that over on Garage Grown Gear. So, okay. um, you know, I do have, I don't have the Goose Feet gear. Uh, I, I love them, but um, would love to get them sometime. But I just, I had down booties and I had a down hood, which is just excellent um, on the okay. trail. So I love those things. So sometimes on a colder night, they're great. If you want to splurge and get like the right color, uh, go for Goose Feet gear. You're supporting local. You're supporting, uh, well, not local to me because I'm Canadian, but local to Americans. <laughs> <laughs> well, and just to clarify, so the, the so it's, it's Goose Feet and they have down booties. Are they in the shape of Goose Feet? No. No. Okay, that's not as good. It's made with goose goose feathers in your no, at I get your that. feet. I get it. Carl. I get it. It's goose, just more fun if they were in the shape. Feathers by your feet. So it's like you okay. have goose feet. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for going out. <laughs> <laughs> I I like those as a solution to cold feet cold head. I do. Yeah. I have seen and maybe not this one, but I've seen the down 
you know, beanies on people, and they do look kind of silly. Man. Oh, do you want to see mine? So, okay, for those people, people. Can't I didn't know if you wanted to mess up your hair, so. Yeah. Uh, look, oh, that's like a full uh, balaclava. Yeah, this is this is the full balaclava. It's not just a beanie. This is what I use. Yeah. There we go. Look at man, I look fantastic. Yeah, that one's actually not as bad as what I've seen with the down beanie. This to is be honest, so. But. This is what I use what, because if you're using a uh, a uh, quilt, right? You don't get the hood, and so I have a quilt, and I love using this. But I don't need the I don't need this every single time. Uh, but on really cold nights, I'm always glad to have this. Right. Okay, that's not too bad. But I, I have seen silly ones. Just to clarify, I don't know if it's from that brand, but good. That's a good answer, man. You're bringing it. I love I love your ideas so far. So well done. I'm excited for your bonus one. Oh. Okay, my last one. I've mentioned these. I don't know that I got super specific with them though. But I've referenced that I have these, but I haven't said like brand or model or whatever. And that is. Also, to stay warm, it's funny, we have a lot of warm stuff here. The Pearl Izumi Elite Thermal Arm Warmers. Okay? I've never even heard. At the time that we're recording this, they're actually on sale for $26. And they're thermal, and so they actually, like, I'll wear them. I wear them frequently, especially, you know, just when I go out for runs. I can wear them with a, with a T-shirt, and it feels like I'm wearing a sweatshirt, what, to be honest. What are they? Sorry, describe them. I don't know even what this is. Like arm sleeves? Oh, like so they're just like they're like a buff. Is is this? It's a it's a it's a glorified buff. <laughs> um, how do you wear your buff, Jesse? <laughs> sorry, it's not a glorified. They're arm sleeves. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. You're sitting like not. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> you're so funny. It took me a second. I'm a little slow here. It took me a second. Now I get you're saying <laughs> a buff, a buff is, a, is the shirt sleeve. Okay. Not shirt arm sleeve that's sleeve. cut. Short, uh, like a t-shirt sleeve cut. That's the buff. <laughs> the thermal arm sleeve is a long sleeve sleeve. It's actually intended so to be a it's sleeve. A buff for your arm. For a long sleeve, <laughs> but of course, of course, way less expensive than a buff. Okay. Way less. Okay. And thermal, and so you're hiking, and you you know you're starting off in the morning. You want to, you know, that extra layer, you put these on, you don't want to take your backpack off, you take them off while you're hiking. Boom. Efficient, warm, lightweight, $26, not a buff. What you got? No, I like that. I, I've never used something like this. I've never actually even seen something like this on trail. I think I saw this in one of your videos. Um, I thought you, okay. I thought they look absolutely ridiculous. Um, mm -hmm. You know what they remind me of? They remind me of like those old-fashioned ladies' gloves that go up like half their arm. <laughs> That's what they remind me of. <laughs> they, like, if you, if you fancy. actually wear gloves, like warm gloves, and they, and the color matches. Yeah, you would they look, look like exactly. that too. <laughs> <laughs> like super fancy backpacking style. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's so funny, man. But no, I. Do like what I do like about them is you mentioned the idea of efficiency, and I love the idea of like start cold, hike cold is like you just get going. Don't put on layers, you'll get warm. Right. And so what's nice about this is it blends both worlds. You can actually start mm -hmm. hiking warm, and it's efficient. So I, I, right. I would I get it? I don't know. Only if I had matching gloves and I could look fancy while I'm backpacking. <laughs> you know what they look better is if you have white ones. Yeah. And with white gloves. <laughs> exactly. then really with like, with like just a little bit of shine, like a little bit of nylon shininess to it. You know, yeah. that's what you yeah, need. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Super fancy. Super that's fancy. So funny. Oh okay. Bonus. So I will, I, I will say like, okay, before you get your bonus one, I know you're excited about it, but I will say that the thermal ones are slightly thicker than 
it's your typical sleeve. But if you want, they have sun sleeves, which will mm. actually, you know, protect you from the sun. But they actually do keep you a little bit warmer as well, and they weigh nothing. You can, I think, I feel like you can find a pair of those on Amazon for like ten bucks. How much? Of, so even cheaper. Or how much do the thermal ones you're talking about weigh? So the good brand Pearl Zumi. Oh, uh, how much do they weigh? They. I should have that information. I don't. Okay. I'll get back to you. I'll put it, I'll put it in the show description, but I want to say they weigh a couple ounces. Okay. And how much were they again? 26 on sale. Okay. 28. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Bonus. What you got? Bonus. Backpacking Bonus. gear under $100 that you, listener, you should buy. Fellow adventurer. Fellow, Fellow adventurer. Fellow adventurer. Yeah. That's, that's what I meant by that, of course. I did not mean people who listen to this podcast. I mean people who are on adventures with us as they listen to this podcast, Correct. which, speaking of which, is take the glory of backpacking and blisters on your next adventure by buying wow. a Patreon membership and getting <laughs> more than just the normal downloads. You can get behind the scenes, all not behind the scenes, bonus episodes, more content, and maybe wow. even go backpacking with the fellow people of Backpacking Blisters. For oh only $7 gosh. a month, $84 a year, it comes in under $100. And uh, yeah. I think that's the bonus one, right? I mean, come it's on. Actually only, it's only 5 bucks a month US, but oh, you're in Canada. Sorry, I'm in Canada. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I did think it was like, I thought it was only five bucks, but uh, it says it's $7 a that's month. So and when I just checked it before doing this episode. So that's my bonus you, one. You, that's super nice of you. I did not tell Jesse to say that. Obviously, I was not even wanting him to do his bonus one. But no, that's yeah. that's why we would love I can do that. I can do that because, you know, guest host, you're the actual. Yeah. But no, actually, you like, can get away with like it. I think this is a great idea. If somebody's looking for the adventurer in their life, what to get them for a, a podcast or for a gift or something like that whether it's birthday mm. or whatever the case might be you can always uh just buy them a patreon membership yeah for sure and we got some we got some trips coming up for 2023 and yeah we'll yeah we got some information either out or coming out depending upon when you listen slash watch this episode so thanks man i really appreciate that um all right so it's time for trivia and it's my trivia for you this time i got some trivia and this one is called $100 Trivia. Oh. Coming up right after this. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings for just about everything for shooting hunting and the outdoors check out midwayusa.com boat trader america's largest boating marketplace offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from sell find and finance new or used boats on america's largest boating marketplace visit boattrader.com to get started the 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history designed by john browning the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Are you looking to be less sore, a stronger climber, or simply faster on the trail? then check out the Training for Trekking podcast. These bite-sized episodes are full of excellent information that can improve your trail performance. 
He's specially trained in sports science and strength and conditioning to get your body in the right shape and prepared for adventure. Check out the Training for Trekking podcast wherever you get your podcast. $100 trivia. Okay, so, Jesse, if you lose, you've got to carry one small piece of gear for me the next time we go backpacking. Small piece of gear. What defines small? Because Like a little like mini sunblock thing or... Handful of pack ornaments. I don't know. Handful of what? <laughs> pack ornaments? No, no. But sure, sure. Something small, I'm down. I'm down with something small. Okay. And what if, what if I okay. win? What do you have to carry something small for me? Uh well you don't usually do that. You usually about the no, losses. I'm just I'm just throwing it out. I'm throwing it out. Let's let's, let's sure. make a bargain here. Sure. If you can remember, okay. you probably can't. If you can remember to, to make me do that. Like <laughs> I'll actually remember this and so you're gonna have to pay up. But if you can make if you can remember that you won this trivia, then I will do that for you hundred percent. Okay, so. I'll, I'll remember. Okay, $100 trivia. And so each of these questions is basically, I'm going to describe an item for you. Is it over or under $100? So it's like reverse prices right almost. It's like yeah, it's like it's like 50-50 right. shots. So it's pretty easy here to win this one. Okay? Okay, go for it. All right. Uh, first one is the Lego Infinity Gauntlet set. You know, like the Infinity Hand that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his face used? <laughs> oh, that's Thanos. That's eas- easily over a hundred dollars. Lego is freaking expensive. I wasn't even done describing it. Okay, oh. <laughs> it's made for adults and it has a sturdy stand to go with it. Oh yeah, the stand alone yeah. is a hundred dollars. Yeah, a stand by itself. Is <laughs> okay, with a Lego brand. On yeah, it. it's like Lego. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, exactly. It looks like hand size, but on Amazon today it was going for sixty bucks. So incorrect. Oh, okay. Inc- wow. Yeah, I think they're trying to push it as like a, you know a gift, but that like you can't. I mean, it's like something you display, but you can't really play with that, right? Like you can't wear it. Yeah. To be honest, when you said you, it looks small, like I was thinking like a hand, like it's actually like Thanos's hand size. Well, it's like adult gauntlet. hand size. Thanos looks a lot bigger than your regular adult, doesn't he? Okay, but like an, an adult can put their hand in this gauntlet. I don't know. It's unclear. There's there's no way it's sixty bucks. There's no way. Oh, okay. Well. Uh, too bad. You're wrong. So it is 60 bucks. <laughs> All right, here we go. Next one is I've got an anchor portable charger for MacBooks specifically. It is oh. 19,000 MAHs. I forget mega amp hours. Milliamp. That is milliamp hours. Yeah. Milliamp hours capacity. So it's not like when you bring backpacking unless you're going to bring a MacBook backpacking or like an iPad. So 19K. 19,000. 19,000. Anchor. Yes. MacBook Portable charger. for MacBooks. Specifically for MacBooks or can it just like USB-C? It's like, it's, I think it said like, you know, just computers basically. Plug it in. I'm going to say under $100. $109. You're 0 for 2. You've already lost trivia, my friend. Already Man, lost. Is- Okay, wow. yeah. Wow. You know what's really frustrating is that I just Googled the Lego Infinity Gauntlet, and even in Canada, I still lost because it's nine hundred. <laughs> it's $90.99, like literally one penny. So I can't even be like, well, in Canada, it's over $100. Oh, right. my goodness. Okay, right. so 0 for 2, I'm, yeah. I've lost. But don't worry. If you get all three wrong, I'll make you carry two items. So we got that mm, in Didn't the back agree pocket. to this. <laughs> didn't agree with this. So. I didn't think you'd go for three. So here we go. <laughs> over or under $100? 96 full-size Snickers energy bars sold on Amazon specifically, okay? They're not sold individually. They're sold in packages. Sorry, sorry. I'm really confused here. You said Snickers 
energy bars. bars. Right. So like not a normal Snicker bar. A normal Snicker a, bar. A normal Snicker bar it's is an energy not bar. an energy bar. Yeah. That's what not. I- ignorant people would say. Go ahead. Okay. It's not how they brand it. <laughs> Just like if you ask Snickers, if we called Snickers and you said the Snicker energy bar, they would yeah. say, you mean the Snickers bar? And you said, no, the Snickers energy bar. And they'd say, we don't make a Snickers energy yeah. bar. We would make a Snicker candy bar. I know Anyways, somebody who you- works for that company, so we'll we'll confirm later. Yes, I would like this. Is it okay? Um, so it's, they're not uh, sold individually; they're sold in packages of like I said, ninety six. I think it was like two packages, so there were forty eight in a pack. Oh, at Costco. So this is like no, a this Costco. is a, this is on Amazon. But there's forty eight in a pack. They're full size. So, so, so ninety six of them. Yeah. See, this is really hard because in Canada it would be over a hundred bucks, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna say in the states it's under a hundred dollars. Eighty-four dollars, ding, ding, ding. Oh, finally. Correct. That would be like a hundred and twenty-four dollars up here in Canada. Okay. Well, we're not in Canada right now. Actually, you no. are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in Canada, and I can't research Canadian prices as easily. So you're stuck I'm- with that. I'm not where you are, and therefore <laughs> your answer is invalid. <laughs> yeah. Also in Canada, they have things like uh, ketchup flavored Doritos. So tell me how that oh, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. No, I don't know if I. I am Canadian, and they do have ketchup flavored Doritos, which yeah. is just a limited time edition thing. It's not a is normal it? thing. Okay. It's weird, even to us Canadians. Yeah. I looked at it in the store, and I was like, "That can't be real. Is this like a joke gift or something?" I haven't. Tr- I, haven't tr- I haven't tried it yet. I want to try it because mm. we have ketchup chips, and ketchup chips are amazing. Like, I don't know if you've ever had ketchup chips. They're like a Canadian thing that are a Canadian staple. We love them. No, I would guess that ketchup chips like struggle with yuckiness, so I wouldn't oh, try them. I've got. To, I've got. To, do you guys have dill pickle chips? Yes, we do have those. Okay, I'm gonna sell you, send you ketchup chips. Mm-hmm. They're okay. good. Just bring them next time you, you come down from backpacking. Just, sure. All right. They could be they could be the one light thing that I carry for you on the next trip. <laughs> That's true. I will take that. <laughs> I will take that. All right, tidbits we got. Uh, please subscribe if you had any sort of interest in this episode. If Jesse entertained you at all, and you agree that he had some good answers, which I actually think he did. Please consider subscribing on YouTube if you're watching or on your favorite podcast app. We would really appreciate it. And don't be afraid to leave us a review or leave some comments down below. We, we might include those in a future episode. And there's always the random Gearbox prize coming at you for those those Apple podcast reviews. Jesse, what's going on with your YouTube? What you got? Yeah, absolutely. If you're interested in watching me through Hike the Great Divide Trail, I'm posting up my entire series up there on Backcountry Forward on YouTube. You can check me out. And of course, you can always reach me on uh, Instagram at Backcountry Forward if you want to just chat, talk, gear. If you have a gear suggestion that you think I should have mentioned in this mm-hmm. uh, it, podcast, and let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Well said. Um, yeah. Also, right. are, pe- are there going to be links in the description to these products, do you think? Yeah, of course. Good question. So I'll have links in the show description for both the audio and video option. And yeah, I can check them out. Why, why do you ask? Oh, I was just thinking it'd be a great thing if people wanted to support the channel to go and click some of those links. Oh, right. Yeah, specifically. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Thanks for asking about that. Yeah, it does. It does help support the channel. So um, check them out on either venue. Thank you very much. Uh, All right, that's all I got, my friends. So thanks, everybody, for joining us for another week of Backpacking and Blisters, and we really appreciate it. Have a great week. God bless, everybody. God bless. This episode is brought to you by Blendjet. I love smoothies, especially after hard workouts, but I don't like paying smoothie bar prices 
or if I make my own using the bulky blender that's hard to clean. BlendJet 2 is portable so you can blend up a smoothie at work or a protein shake at the gym. It's small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. BlendJet 2 is whisper quiet so you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house. It lasts for 15 plus blends and recharges quickly via USB-C. Best of all, BlendJet 2 cleans itself. Just blend water with a drop of soap and you're good to go. With over 30 plus colors and patterns to choose from, there's a BlendJet 2 to complement just about any style. Go to BlendJet.com and grab yours today. And be sure to use the promo code BACKPACKING12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. No other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the BlendJet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anytime, anywhere with the BlendJet 2 Portable Blender. Go to BlendJet.com and use the code BACKPACKING12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. You want to succeed. You want to fish. You want to be one of the greatest. Tune in to West Marine's Life on the Water, presented by Costa Custom Boats, every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Four in the morning. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Birds up in the sky. 